You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas Podcast today. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you. This morning, we made it to the end of the week, everyone. I feel like we all deserve a round of applause for that on today's show we're going to talk about the cruise liners and why they're weak this morning really we're going to talk about the rally that we've seen all week and how how sustainable this really is going forward as far as overnight headlines boris johnson first major world leader to come down with uh the coronavirus uh that could be weighing on sentiment here this morning we'll also talk about earnings reactions from Lulu and KBH after the close yesterday. We'll take some questions from our chat as well. And our guest today is at 845. We'll be joined by Jason Rasnick. He's the CEO of Benzinga. We liked having him uh, on the show so much last week. We thought we'd have him on every Friday. So that's the plan for today's show. Joel, what's the word here in the overnight trading session? All right. Giving back a lot of those gains from yesterday, Spencer. Trading down 81 handles at 25, 26.75. Uh, spirited open off that crazy close yesterday we'll talk about talk about that with triple d when he comes on pre-market high 26 34 50 that's just above the high from yesterday folks we ain't going back there today uh kind of wish we were but we're not uh 26 25 24 50 that stands as your low current low of the session on the downside not too far from Thursday's interday low at 87 and a quarter and uh, yesterday's low way down there at 2402 and a quarter. Uh, sure hope we don't see that in today's session. Crude, uh, quiet but weak, down 26 cents at 22.34. Gold still hanging out here in the 1600 handle. We're looking at the June contract down 1880 at 1641.20. Silver down 8.6 cents at 14.59. Bitcoin flat here down $25 at 66.70. Triple D, what were those buying balances like on the close yesterday? 
We did on uh, the day before. It was definitely the Biden thing that was impacting the markets. It was coincidental when that broke. There was also a lot of sell imbalances too. Yesterday, people are trying to find reasons for the three fifty pop. It was there was huge buy imbalances. So again, on the close, and and they lifted the stocks right into the close. You saw a lot of stocks run. Check out Procter and Gamble. The move on the close in the last ten minutes, it ran four bucks. Like there was just huge buy imbalances. Why these are so much more impactful than normal? is because at 350, because normally, I'll just explain the way the imbalances work. Normally there's floor brokers down there on the floor. So in the case, and we're, we're moving around here, hang on, I'm getting fails, gotta, gotta, I gotta okay. try to trade and pay price. I'm good. And, and, so, and that's what I wondered out loud a few weeks ago when they announced that the, that the floors would be closing and it would all be done yeah. electronically. I, I, I said the only theoretical impact on the closing auctions and I guess I should have said closing just you're correct on the opening auctions and the closing auctions the reason that they're so impactful at 350 because normally there's floor brokers down there and you can subscribe to the services and they got a feel for what's going on they know these these imbalances actually start coming out on the floor as early as two o'clock the public feed comes out at 350 but all the floor traders kind of know where they are so they've already priced the market in this is entirely new information for everyone at 350 right now because there's no floor brokers on the floor that have the information ahead of time. So it's new information. That's why these violent swings are happening at 350 when they finally get the closing information because there's no floor brokers there that know this information. So it's, it's all new to everyone. That's at, least, that's at least what I think is happening anyways. So, and that's what makes sense because we've seen some violent moves at 350 the last couple of days. And yesterday was those buy imbalances. People, media will come out, try to find a fundamental reason to justify it. It was, buy, it was right on the button at 350.00. Yeah. And they ripped the market on that. We watched some S&Ps go up 30 handles it, in the last 10 minutes. Instantly. No, instantly. I mean, there's... Because the algos are on it, Joel. The algos see yeah. that. They're instantly, they're like, buy imbalances. Boom, buy stocks. Ding, 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 ding. And it goes up. The algos, it's all 350. That information comes out. It's every HFT program out there. And they're going to rip the market higher on that news because they're just doing arbitrage. So, oh, these stocks are going to close high. I'm going to buy them right now at 350 and sell them at 4 o'clock. If they were doing that on Procter & Gamble, they bought Procter & Gamble 104 and sold it near 108. I mean, it was a huge trade for them. And, you know, it wasn't just Procter & Gamble. They just look at the charts. They all ripped like that. There was some that really ripped. I mean, you know, Verizon, look at Verizon's move in the last 10 minutes from 52 and a half to almost 54. This is a, you know, a thick stock moving. So the imbalances are very influential right now. The opening imbalances are influential too. We've talked about them on certain days. Right now I'm looking at them. They come out at eight o'clock Eastern. Right now they're just mixed. A little bit more to the downside. They're, they're more to the downside, but they're so small. They're not influential at all. But when you see like huge buys across the board, that's going to be moving the market. That moves the S&P. That moves the stocks. They obviously move in tandem together. Um, and that's why you had a big pop yesterday in the close. So you had some huge buy imbalances. It felt like an upside capitulation move. I mean, let's think about it. We've had an incredible rally here. And if you are long stocks and uncomfortably long and, you know, you didn't lighten up into that rally, then, you know, then whatever happens, happens at this point in time. Because this market gave everyone who was uncomfortably long a nice out yesterday. We got up even more after hours. We're up to 263 on the Yeah, spot. I did see that. Yep. You're talking about getting like 30, 30, 40% of the losses back. In some cases, like I said in NVIDIA, the stock rallied 60% from, from the lows. So you, like you're talking getting 60% of its rally, of, of its losses, not 60% for the lows, but 60% of its losses back. So these are big moves. These were good moves to lighten up into, in my opinion. 
I do not think the worst of the news is over. I do think we're going to retest those lows. That's why I'm not backing up the chuck and buying. I did buy a couple stocks. I did buy nibbles, nibbling half-size positions. I bought some Qualcomm. I bought some Activision Blizzard. So I bought those two stocks. I also bought some Kroger. Kroger was pulling back there, and I was like, you know what? It's been absolutely destroyed. I actually you know, like those Kroger stores now. I was in one. I talked about this six months ago. They really turned them around. It felt like a Walmart, like even a classy Walmart. I, I believe in the Kroger turnaround story, and I've wanted the stock for a while. It's given the entire rally back from last week or from two weeks ago. Yeah, I think you're in the support did, area, huh? so I nibbled into some Kroger too. Those are the three stocks that I did buy. Obviously, we had a significant rally after that all day, so I'm up in all three of those stocks. Uh, well, may, I was. Now that they've given it back, maybe I'm not going to be, but um, I nibbled. So I wasn't like going all in. I just nibbled into some stocks. I had sold my ATVI. I had sold my Qualcomm. Uh, I wanted to get those stocks back, so I had those stocks back. I never owned Kroger. I was like, you know what? I don't own any grocery stores. I like this, and I just thought, you know, maybe. So I nibbled into those three. That's all. Nibbling. Still sitting with almost 80% cash. That's how much I put in. Almost nothing. You know, maybe 1% of my overall wealth when not even. Probably a half of 1%. So very, very, very concerned still I am for the market. With that being said, if you want to be long, just like we said yesterday on the show, the pullback yesterday morning was an opportunity. We talked about it. You know, we, we were at 255 on the SPY. We pulled back to 241 in the pre-market. That was an opportunity. We're at 262. We're pulling back here this morning. If you want to be long, here's a pullback for you. I'm saying I think the worst of the news is to come still, so I might nibble in a little bit more stuff here today, but not going all in. <clears throat> that sounds fair. Um, I can't really say I even feel like doing any shopping, um, you know, under the current situation. I think that I'm just going to, you know, sit tight with what I had and um, – yeah, things got to calm down first before I deploy some, uh, you know, some assets back into the market. That's it's really it. tough to say, like, okay, so if you're buying stocks yesterday at 263 SPY after hours, you're arguing that we are through the worst of this and we're going to see all-time highs again. That's basically your argument because, you know, let's be honest, you know, trading, trading aside, I'm talking with the, with the investing cap, cap on uh -huh. You know, trading can buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell. I'm buying and selling all day. Don't kid yourself. I didn't just do three trades yesterday. I probably did 200 trades yesterday. I'm buying and selling continuously in the day trading account, in the long-term investing account, because a lot of our listeners, new listeners, are investors here. They're not going and making 200 trades a day. You know, you day traders out there, lots of little inefficiencies, lots of opportunities. We've talked about them on the show. But with the investing... When you're looking at here, if you're coming and buying stocks in your investment retirement account here, when they just rallied 18% in four trading sessions, I think you're doing it backwards. I think you got to be buying the dips and selling the rips. Um, you know, and if you're just a long term and you're just a buyer, you're buying dips. If you're buying them when they're up 18%, it was the biggest three-day rally in the history of the stock market. And you want to buy stocks now? I mean, if you're buying them now, you're saying we're through this. There's not, we're we're going to get a cure basically coming up very soon and everything's going to go back to normal next month. That's what I feel like if you're buying in your investment portfolio right now. So now this morning, different, you know, 253, you're pulling back a little bit. So maybe there's some opportunities, but buying dips and selling rips has always been the recipe for success. My 20 year trading career, I've always been buying dips and selling rips and that's worked well for me. Uh, Robin's asking me, how am I doing without swimming? And nah. Peloton, baby. I did my Peloton today. 
high intensity it's a COVID ride. stock. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm so surprised, Joel. What time do you get up to do your Peloton? Uh, I was up about quarter to six today. But I, what do uh, you do? You, do you have like they stuff the videos going and you just do their route? Like, do you pick? Yeah, a video? there's a bunch of different. Oh man, there's a ton. There's a ton. There's, is it uh, live? Like, is the person live there right They there do have some live classes, but I, I like this. There's this guy, Dennis, and okay. uh, he go. does uh, this high, different rides, high intensity, rock and roll, country. You could do, you know, uh, there's a tons of things on there. I mean, I certainly wouldn't be using it as much. If, uh, you know, if I could still swim, but, uh, there's yoga, there's stretching. I haven't done the arms thing yet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I did it three days in a row. Then I took a couple days off. And then I got today. I said, you know what? I'm going to have a normal day. I'm going to get up. I'm going to work out. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to shower. I'm going to have some bread. I'm going to have a normal day today. And so that's what I did. And Dennis, so, gotta, so what, so what you're saying is you woke up early to get bossed around by Dennis. So yeah. <laughs> and then you a psychologist would have a, would have a field day with that. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good instructors, but yeah, people do that. I go for walks, you know, do that, man. You gotta, you gotta get out going stir crazy. Great but, point to, you know, what you're saying, add some routine. I mean, if you're in self quarantine, if you're sticking with the social distancing, adding routine to your life right now is the best thing you can do. So we're trying to develop a routine. I'm not leaving the property. I haven't been leaving the property, but we go outside. I do some yard work. I do some stuff in my backyard. I'm lucky there's a field behind us. Like I'm almost on the very end of the city here. So like the city stops basically where my house is. So I've got a field. So my kids go out and play in the field behind us, but we're absolutely avoiding and getting near anyone else. Like, and the six feet thing, I'm, a, I'm like 20 feet away from anybody else. I'm staying way far away. Again, I'm in a different situation. Like I said, my boy has severe asthma and I do not want him to get sick. So I'm being very extra cautious with him, um, you know, not to get this, you know, hopefully, you know, we're not going to get this. I mean, some people are saying everybody's going to get this eventually and that's a scary thought. But, you know, I think if you stick around long enough, um, you know, and you stay away long enough, maybe they're going to have some better, you know, not necessarily a cure, but maybe better, you know, drugs that work a little bit better to help people through it. So I think the longer you can stay healthy, the better chance you're going to have to fend this thing off. So, um, you know, and, and let's talk about the overall, you know, macro picture for a second. Sure. Here. I mean, you've had so many people coming on CNBC calling to reopen the economy. Nick Shaheen came on our show calling to reopen the economy. I couldn't disagree more. I said that to Nick. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. The reason I say, you know, we had Paul Tudor Jones saying, you know, he was given a worst case scenario when he was talking. Was, Paul, was it Paul Tudor Jones yesterday, Spencer? I'm having a second yeah. thought. I think no, it was him, no, wasn't it? It, it? it was him. You're right. There were so many people I've watched yesterday. I believe he was the one that was saying um, that, and I think his daughter has it, doesn't she? I think she does. Anyways, he's saying in a worst case scenario, a million, you get a million cases. And if you take 4% of that, you get 40,000 deaths. But his worst case scenario, I think is a lot of doctors' best case scenario. A million cases. I mean, we're already 100,000. Exponential math tells us we're probably going to get a million cases. There's probably already a million cases out there where they just don't know where well, they th are. Think about it. What, a month ago, there was uh, 100 cases in the U.S.? I that think, was 100,000. 100, you can easily not, see. We could be at a million cases in a week and a half. Seriously. Seriously. Those, that could happen. I mean, we hope the curve is starting to flatten. So we hope it's not going to continue to go up as it is. But let's talk seriously. 
you know, the, the math was a little bit funky math going on. That's your, your worst case scenario. I think that's the best case scenario that you only get a million cases in the U.S. So, and I don't think the death rate's going to be 4%. So he was, you know, high on that, I think, you know, but I do think, you know, the death rate's going to be significantly above 1%. So it's, in any regard here, it's scary. So he's calling to reopen the economy. We had uh, Grant coming on, the economist there um, this morning saying, you know, we need to reopen the economy, basically, in, that the, we're doing more damage to people by not letting them go outside. And a lot of people believe this. The reason this doesn't work, the reason this doesn't work to just reopen the economy, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of doctors' opinion, the reason this doesn't work is because even if you just open everything up, who's getting on an airplane to fly to Disney World right now when the virus is still out there? Maybe half the people? If half the people stay home or if half the people don't go about their normal business, the but I think that's, is still that's the argument. But that's the argument that half is better than none. No, it's not. But that's no, that's not the argument. People think it's going back to normal. What, what, what you know, and, and Ackman made a good point. He's like the, the break even the break even for the airlines. The, the, the airline guy was on there saying it is 65 percent capacity. So you don't need you need two thirds of people to go back to their normal routine. If half the people go only back to the normal routine. Then the then the, the economy still screwed, so and so you're kind of in, you're kind of out. I mean, the recipe for success, and people probably get pissed off when I'm talking about this, but let's duplicate the recipe for success. China, Singapore, South Korea has had success, and they're kind of going back to normal. How did Germany. they do it? They went to a ridiculous level of self of, of quarantine, to to a ridiculous level where we watched them weld people into their homes. You know, I watched videos of that. Draconian measures at all costs. You're not leaving your house. We're kind of in. We're kind of out. We're doing the actual wrong thing in Canada and the U.S. We're like, oh, we're to close a little bit of this, close a little bit of that, but people still want to go. We're trying to balance it. You need to be all in. I still say you got to be all in on it. So let's get rid of the disease because if you just reopen everything, I'm not going to a restaurant. I think there's a lot of people who are with me that probably aren't going to a restaurant. If half the people decide we're not going to restaurants, the restaurant's still screwed. So let's make it safe so everybody can go back to a restaurant. Don't you agree with that? What are your thoughts, Joel? I do. I do. I do. And I think, I think we're just, with what we're doing, we're just, and also what we're doing with the fiscal stimulus, I think we're just kicking the can down the road. Just kicking it farther, kicking the dad. Oh, kicking the, the, the fist, the, I mean, yeah. it's necessary, though. What are you going to do? I mean, we, yeah, we, I agree. we gotta, it is necessary. The one thing, and I'm kind of with Bernie Sanders a bit on this, though. You know, let's be honest. Dude, we're Whoa. putting, you know, on this bill. <laughs> Never thought I heard that sentence before. I, I, don't, I don't like Bernie. <laughs> okay. For, for, I, I'm kind of with him, though, when he was saying, you know, we're, we're cutting a check to the American for 1200 bucks. Is that what it is? Is that what the, tw- the stimulus check's going to be, 1200 bucks? That's but we're putting up eighteen thousand yeah. more in debt when you add it up. You know what? They're what the debt's going to go up because of this. I mean, where's the other money going? It's going to big corporate to to keep the businesses. And obviously, we like businesses, so some money has to go over there. But it kind of feels like the little guy's getting a raw deal. I, I kind of agree with Bernie Sanders on this. You get twelve hundred bucks, and we're going to go like you know another three, four, five, six trillion in debt. Depending, I know two trillions only been passed, but they're talking about the other four to bail out the other businesses eventually. I mean, it, it, it's, it's tough. You know, like I, I'm not a fan of Bernie Sanders. We know he's trying to put me out of business. He hates Wall Street. I'm Wall Street. But I kind of think he has a point there. That the stimulus <laughs> he doesn't just hate you. <laughs> this, what's that? He doesn't just hate you. He hates a lot of people. He, he hates me too. 
Yeah. I'm saying I don't hate you, Bernie. <laughs> I'm, I, I kind of agree with you on this point. The stimulus check to the individual should have been bigger. 1200 bucks. that doesn't seem like enough to get the individual person through this. I mean, you could blow through $1,200 in a hurry. And then somebody was ch saying the checks aren't going to come out till May. Well, what, what the hell? We, we need, they need money now. I feel sorry for the individual person. The person living paycheck to paycheck is having a real rough time with this right now. I, I, you know, you think I'm having a rough time. I'm still doing my job. I'm, you know, got food. I've got enough money to survive. I feel bad for the person living paycheck to paycheck right now. And apparently it's 30 or 40% of, of the, of the U S economy lives paycheck to paycheck. Got Maybe a little rally now. going on here. A little mini rally. Um, I don't know if that's buying balance. Or, or it's probably Cooperman. Cooperman no, on, on CNBC. Cooperman's yeah. on CNBC. He's yeah. talking. I don't know what he's talking about because we're doing our live show, but. He's probably okay. around the, the economy. Don't borrow money to buy stocks. Well, that's a good tip. I was just looking at the CNBC headline. That's a good tip, Leon. We agree with you. Don't borrow money to buy stocks in your investment account. You can pay a trade on margin, but you're investing on margin. I never liked that idea. I, I'll be honest, Dennis. I'm still a little bit shook from that number yesterday. Like, I, I wasn't able to stop thinking about it. People are hurting. It, like, like, it blew my mind so much that yeah, I, I, I kind of was like thinking about it all day. People are hurting out there. Um, they need the money, you know, if the, if the checks don't come for a month, that's real bad. I mean, I feel, I feel so bad for all those people out there, you know, and maybe we can all donate and help out a little bit there, but really the big money's got to come from the government. I mean, you can have individual investors, you know, wealthy investors trying to help out a bit, but the big money needs to come from the government and from the taxpayer dollars. I mean, if they're only getting a check for 1200 bucks and that's supposed to get them through the next couple months, that's real tough. Okay, so bringing it back to the market here, we're going to close uh, green for the week. It's safe to assume. That's unbelievable. Uh, probably That's a red news. day. Probably a red day today, but a green a green week. So, like, what does that tell you going forward here? You, you said this has been the, you know, best three-day rally in the history of the stock market, at least in, the, in, in modern history. Um, so, like, how do you approach this going forward? You said, you said you're not going to you're not going to chase stocks up here, but uh, nibbling uh, in, in the take, pullbacks. Take you got another account. pullback this morning. It, it always seems to give you a second chance. I mean, this isn't the market that I don't think we're going to be bottom. If you think we're going to be bottom, then I guess you got to buy this morning if you think you're going to be bottom here. But all the logic says there's this is just in the early innings still. You know, we haven't even in a lot of cities, they're not even, you know, they, their hospitals aren't even, you know, getting the cases yet. We know the math says it's coming. The math says it's out there. The math says in three, four weeks, our hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. I believe the doctor is not the economist. And if you're listening to the doctors, it's hard to just come in here and, and buy everything. I mean, it's been a nice rally. Maybe the low isn't. Maybe the 220 low isn't. I think we retest it, though, and I think you get another chance down there. So I'm not going to come in. And I think about how many businesses are still hurting here. I mean, even think about Disney. It's had a significant rally. I love Disney. If, if you would have said to me four months ago that I was going to get a chance to buy Disney under 100 bucks, I'd be backing up the truck. But under these circumstances, you know, they're not getting any revenues from the parks right now. They're, a lot of the other stuff is on hold and they have huge expenses. So under these circumstances, how long? How long are they going to be hurting for? How long are people going to be scared before they go back to Disney World? It could take a while. We could take a year before people get like really back to confident. Even if we're allowed to go out and we think the virus is gone in six months or three months or two months. I mean, it's going to take the confidence of the consumer a while to go back to places like Disney World and to go to hotels where there's a lot of public people and where there's a lot of crowds. So with that being said, am I going to buy Disney at 105? I mean, <clears throat> it was there. Put this in perspective. 
Disney was at 105 at this time last year. So you know, if you go back March, April, it's 110, 105, and yeah, in April, it hit 107. Now with all this new information here, you're giving it the same price? I think no. I think, you know, it's, it's, you know, I think I get a chance on Disney back at 80, 85, and maybe I'll take a shot there. But I'm not chasing anything. Not in my investment portfolio. I'm not chasing. Uh, something else to think, so to think about, this is from the chat, a uh, good point. How much do you think the end of the month could factor into this? The, I think the 31st is on Tuesday. So we only got a couple of days here until the end of the month. Maybe you see some window dressing, maybe not. I don't know. Hmm, that's tough. That's end of the quarter. Sometimes oh, we're not at the end of the month today, right? though. No, 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 no. 27, 20, no, Monday, but no. Monday. No, no, Tuesday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. I, that, that's, Tuesday. That's what I said. But uh, end of the quarter, it's a better point, end of the quarter. So do you see like Huge. end of the quarter window, window dressing? Yeah, it might happen. Quarter? It might happen. Maybe we, get a, maybe we get a pop into the end of the quarter. Maybe that's the top. I mean, we get up. If we get up like to the 50% retracement of the overall move, what's the 50% retracement of the overall move, Joel? 340. Down to 220. That's 120 yeah. points on SPY. Yeah, I had 280. That. 280. Yeah, yeah. I figured it. Um, it was uh, we for the spoos. It was 3800. Yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah. You had a 1200 point break divided by two plus 2174. Yeah. It, it, it's possible. 2782. Uh, 20. I, what for me? For some reason. I'm thinking this. I think this market is going to do some work in the 2400 handle. If we can stay out of the 24, I'm talking about next week. It just seems to, uh, you know, I'm trying to look ahead to next week, and I'm looking at my levels, and I'm assuming the high for the week is in at 2634.50. I just don't think we're going to get. If we do, then I'm a monkey's uncle, and that would be great. Uh, and I know the low is in at 21.74 for the week. And I'm pretty sure about that. We're 400 points off it. And then if you take a close anywhere here, let's say, just say we close, let's say we close right here at 25.50. My weekly number is going to be in the lower 2400 handle. So I, I don't know if, if I'd be very impressed if we hold above 2500 today and when we're talking next Friday, if we're still in this 2500 area, um, I think that'd be a major victory for the market. I, I, I really do. That's what I'm looking at from on a weekly basis. The, the sentiment has turned to a certain extent. We'll give it, we'll give the bulls that the sentiments turn. People are looking to buy the dip. People in the wall street are rah, rah, you know, stocks are going back to highs. There's a lot of people that think that I don't think it, uh, but the sentiment has turned. It's it's harder to make money shorting on the last few days for sure. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know what the catalyst would be to turn it. Maybe we are just going to be bottom. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. All I'm saying is I'm not confident enough in this market to put all my money that I sold back in. Not here. Yeah. I, I I like I said yesterday I nibbled. We got down to two forty one two forty two. Bought some Qualcomm, I bought some Activision, I bought some Kroger. I did nibble in. That's the first time I bought stocks. We, were, we pulled back. We talked about it. And, you know, I've been trading. Like people saying, oh, you missed the rally. I've had my best trading week last week in 10 years. So I didn't miss anything. So don't worry. I'm, not, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay with the trading. I'm talking my investing hat. My yeah, investing we, hat yeah I think it's right good now. to talk about that. Because yeah, I but think... I'm trying to talk to the investors because there's a lot of people who are listening with their investing hat on. If you're chasing stocks when they're up 20%, I think you're doing it wrong. Could we go up another? We could go to that 50% retracement. We could get to 280 SPY. That could happen. That could happen next week. This market's rolling right now. It could. I could see it. 
But I think the path of least resistance at this point, I think I'd be more inclined to lighten up if I was too long. I'm not going to lighten up probably anything on my own because I already lightened up. I lightened up before this thing started. But I'm not that nervous that I'm going to miss the low here. I think I'm going to get another chance. I think I'll get Spinner. I think I'll get another chance in Disney in the 80s. I do for my long-term account. So I might be wrong. And maybe I'm going to regret it. Maybe Disney's going right back to 140. But you think about the logic that takes us there, you know. A cure is the only way I think the stocks get right back to all-time highs. If you come out with a cure tomorrow, everything changes. Overnight, everything changes. So I'm still comfortable holding a significant amount of cash because I think, we're, I think the worst is still ahead of us, to be honest. I, I, hope, it, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. And, and I'll participate with my 20% of stocks if I'm wrong. But at this point in time, I'm not comfortable enough to say – the worst is behind us, and I'm going all in. There's some people who think the worst is behind us. I don't think so. So, so a few weeks ago, I talked about how I was approaching this in my longer-term accounts, and I, I, I've been automatically investing in one. I don't even think about that. And then there's another one where I, had, I did have some cash, and I put two rounds to work, and I've got two rounds left. And I said, uh, I, I said I'm probably going to miss the bottom one way or the other. I'll miss the bottom on the way down, and I'll miss the bottom on the way up. Uh, and so, like, like I said, I, I, I made two rounds of buys a couple weeks ago, and I'm sitting on two right now. Uh, and now I'm sort of not sure what to do. You know, I, I, ta- yeah. I talked to Big Game. I talked to Big Game a few weeks ago. I talked to Big Game. Like, you know, I, I'm just going to uh, invest without trying to pick a bottom. But now that we're, we've had uh, – we're going to have our first – green week here uh i've got these i've got two more rounds that i i don't know i don't know when to when to use them you know spencer did you put some new signs up every day joel every Uh, day is a short my diet what's your diet talk about your diet right now that is the king that is the king of shorts right now i will tell you my diet okay i've eaten more fruit loops in the past 10 days (laughs) than i have in the past 10 years okay that this is this is guaranteed Returns right there, okay? 10 to 1, 20 to 1 returns. For my on, diet. On that, on that, on that trade right <laughs> I love there. It. Okay. Um, the, the, tell maybe I'm not, I'm not sure because I may be getting bullish here. These, these signs for the past couple of days, I don't know. Um, but yeah, new one every day until I run out of space, quite frankly. <laughs> don't know how long that'll take. Uh, but, uh, we're getting um, asked here about uh, Zoom. And someone's looking at which a... which Zoom? Yeah, which, which zoom? zoom are you talking the, about, Joel? The only reason I asked that, the only reason I asked that is <laughs> Give because us the details on this. The, the SEC I read halted trading, uh, or the SEC can do that, uh, or can maybe they can? Uh, the SEC I think suspended, uh, or, or if it wasn't, it was OTC markets. Uh, zoom ticker Z O O M, and I think we talked about this like a couple of weeks ago. Maybe we didn't. But regardless, last Friday, ZOOM got up to $60. This is not the same company <laughs> whose technology ridiculous. we use. But it is the same name, and a very similar name, Zoom Technologies. It sounds like it could be the, the ZM that, that we all know, but it is not. Uh, I couldn't believe my eyes when I oh saw my, that it got up to $60. I just $60. looked at the chart, too. What, a, what ridiculousness. That's why I ask what Zoom, Joel, because there are this- two won't. Are people really this dumb? Like, Look, I know I, I don't usually I, say that, but this is just stupidity. I mean, people are buying the wrong stock. Like, part of me part of me is, like, understanding about it. If you're maybe making a trade on, on your phone. and The SEC has to halt it because people are buying the wrong stock. Yeah. Well, 
Holy cow. Okay. Listeners, make sure when you're buying a stock that you have the right ticker symbol. Make sure it's the right company. This That's has a happened good rule before. I've never thought I would have to actually tell people that, but there is obviously some people who are out there buying the wrong stock. We've seen this happen before too with Zoom. We saw this happen like a year ago, didn't we? I remember talking about this before. I'm like, they're buying the wrong stock. Z-O-O-M is not Zoom video. Z-M. Zebra Michael. Zebra Michael. That's the symbol you want. So anyways, right. I guess the SEC halts it, so maybe we won't have that problem anymore. But it's ridiculous that they have to halt a stock because people are buying the wrong stock. Uh, the person in the chat, I can't remember who it was, was looking for a potential short squeeze today. Um, I, don't, I mean, it's up, uh, it's up five bucks here. Five, On six, Zoom? Eight, You're talking Zoom? Yeah. ZM, ZM. He's, he's talking the real one, yeah. The, the real, real Zoom. Zebra Michael. Yeah, off 165 to 134. That's a 21 point move. So caught 10 and a half. Uh, boy, you're right at that 50% area right there because 44, 47 to 49. I think if you could, oh, and your two day high is one. Two inside days, Joel. Yeah, look at that. Oh, this baby is winding up. I it think is if, winding up. Yep, it's winding up. I'd say yep. go with the mo. And uh, 149, that's right at the 50% area. You could get a squeeze because there's not a daily high uh, for $6. On the downside here, this called 137. That splits the two lows from yesterday and the previous day. So under 137, I would look out on the downside here. So uh, nice setup here. And uh, going to be using uh, Zoom this weekend. Um, for my niece's shower, we were supposed to go to. Chicago it's awesome. Too. Yeah. We use the Zoom every day. I love it. The valuation has always kind of kind of kept me away from my long term account, but I've had a couple trades on this. It's a COVID play. It's setting up here well again. I would say if you're going to stop out, maybe go to that low from three days ago, like one thirty three. It's kind of a long ways to go, but in this environment, I mean, you got to give it some room, or you're going to get stopped out on everything. I mean, I I, I actually like the setup here, but again. Remember, too, this kind of moves counter to the market right now. So when the market's down, Zoom is up. If the market starts ripping, Zoom will start coming back down. This is actually negatively correlated with the market right now because this is a COVID play. At least that's what the market is trading it as. So that will change eventually. And I do love this. So the, the product itself is top notch. We Think about all the issues we had when we were trying to run on Skype and trying to run oh, yeah. it you know, on other ones. You know, we had live stream different ones. Yeah, it was harder. It was harder. This is unbelievable. We have no hiccups here. This <laughs> oh, Zoom video man. is awesome. I mean, you can well, see. Look how well you can see, you know, that I haven't showered in Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, Dennis, what the knock hell are you wood. doing? I, I'm a mess. What are you doing? <laughs> you don't trade during the I was day. trying to compete with Grasso. Did you see Grasso on CNBC? They were asking, did you lose your razor? Is your razor quarantined? I mean, mine is too, apparently. <laughs> Got this uh, hair going on, this wicked hairdo. I don't get haircuts. I don't shave. This is what happens when you don't leave your home. Good, good thing there's not like personal uh, hygiene more to be desired. Good, good thing. Short you can't, my personal hygiene. Good thing you can't smell on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> not, not yet. Uh, you. <laughs> That's uh, Let's look at a ticker. Let's get some stocks yeah, 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 here. We got Raz. We, we we've been rambling on here. Yeah, rambling yeah. on. Raz coming in five minutes. Let's do it. Okay. What Can about USFG? Do... USFG for uh, Nick Bellucci. Boy, that's not a symbol. A... That, that's not USFG. USFD. That's, not... that's all you got for me, Joel? A stock that's not a stock? Oh, US Food. Oh, US, US Foods? Foods. USFD. I don't know. I USFD people... is US yes, Foods. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Man, 
I guess what food do they make? It's is it for restaurants or something? Yeah, that's the yes, problem. It, yes, there's, it's all for a, restaurants. Yep. There's yeah. a big separation. Cisco, S Y Y, USFD, those are restaurant food delivery services. So that's why those have been hit really, really hard. Um, you know, obviously when we've seen other food stocks that it got the nice lift, the canned food stocks for a while later. Yeah, interesting. So this has come back. Again, this is, you know, if you're buying these, you're buying McDonald's. You're buying, like, well, you're not buying McDonald's, but you're buying the restaurant. You're buying yeah. these. They've had, it's had a big move. I mean, the stock got down to 8 bucks. Now it's 18 If you're coming in now, I feel like you're late to the party. I feel like you're going to get a pullback uh, eventually here. So maybe today's pullback of 60 cents is enough for you. Maybe this thing goes back to 25. Maybe we V bottom. I don't think we're going to. So, you know, most of my stock stories are going to be the same as my market story because everything's moving together. Uh, just take a look, uh, Nick. Um, you know, my patented uh, 50% retracement on this. If you're, if you're looking to enter, uh, you went down not eight bucks, 832. Holy mackerel. And you got up to 1971. Let's call that a 12-point move, six, uh, you know, 14, 15 area, uh, a great area of support because it's backed up by the pair of lows from uh, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So I think that would be uh, that'd be my sweet spot for me here. And if I was shorting it, I'd look to bring it in uh, during that area. Also, I was in the uh, pro chat yesterday and people were trading a lot of different stocks and I was kind of getting a feel for some of these people's styles. You know, when these stocks like, uh, Tilray made a run and um, Smile Direct Club. Did you see what that did yesterday? That thing, what was there news on it yesterday? Holy. Was there news? I, I didn't know. see anything, but holy, I did not That's even notice that. That's a squeeze from hell. There's been some big sque squeezes happening here. Yeah. Big squeezes. Well, Til Tilray's big. Tilray's a big squeeze. Tilray was a huge squeeze. Tilray's still going this morning. He can't even stop it even on a down day. That's a big uh, squeeze. Uh, well, the, just the two things, and I, I just happened to be uh, looking at the chat, looking at when uh, it had that spike up to 686, and it filled the gap. It had a gap to fill at 646 from March 11th, and I know it went beyond it, but, man, a lot of times on the dailies we get those gap fills, it could signal a reversal. And then I know people were still trying to buy it, you know, um, on the pullback, and I just was looking at mid-range on the session, 550. That held up a little bit. So if you were trying to scalp it, think you're going back up. But when it took out mid-range on the session, I mean, you had to get the hell out of the way here. And it ended up falling, uh, you know, got, I don't know how, it, how low it got before it rebounded. But just a quick tip there, um, you know, if you're trading intraday. Uh, nice, nice rebound here in the S&P 500. We're back up at the 2550 handle. Probably uh, – Probably have an inside day, right? Um, today, maybe. Yeah, you know what? We could. It was a big, a big candle yesterday, so we could. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's it's see. A good here. thing. Volatility coming talk... down. Go ahead, Spencer. I'll let you take you know, the lead. Yeah. Well, can we talk Lulu? Because they had sure. earnings yep. after the close yesterday, and I'm bringing the chart up right now. Lululemon reported uh, Q4 EPS above estimates, two dollars and twenty-eight cents versus two dollar twenty-four cent estimate. Sales of one point four versus one point three eight billion dollars. Comps for the last quarter were up twenty percent on a year-over-year basis. They have uh, reopened all their stores in China, except for the stores in the Wuhan province. But uh, by and large, they are uh, back up and running there in China. And the market uh, actually didn't really move too much. 
It's I kind of been a muted response. $7. It's a it's a move, but sometimes Lululemon moves a lot more than that. Yeah. It's a tough one, too. I mean, all these charts look the same. You had a huge down move. Yeah. You're basically back to the 50% retracement of the overall move. So I'd say you got a little double top there, 202. So I'd probably yeah. be more inclined to sell it as opposed to buy it up there at 202. Um, <laughs> love the company. It's always firing on all cylinders. When the markets eventually do normalize and we come back, this is going to be one of the good ones. So this is one I would put on my shopping list. I'm not buying it at 200 when it was 130, though, five days ago. So I think you're chasing it now. Yeah, boy, that was a big old move um well, if you're looking to get this on the cheap out of business what i don't know if you're, you're not going to get a look at it today but 166 would be half of the you know the uh the rally that it had here so if it comes back into the 165 166 area uh that'd be your 50 percent retracement um, if you're looking for support, you better hope 180.10 holds. That was your three-day low. Look out after that lower 165 handle. But I think that when when you have something move off a low like you did here, and I think you're going to see this in the market as well, uh, you're going to find some buyers. You know, there, there's going to backing and filling is what's going to happen now, and uh, I think that's what you're going to see here. And little shorts that didn't quite get out. Maybe, I don't know, it's a funky-looking head and shoulders bottom, though. Not much of a left shoulder, but uh, that's what I'd be looking at. But, I mean, these retailers have been, you know, retailers and restaurants. I mean, I jeez, I don't know. I mean, when things do get back to normal, people are going to go out and buy $120 yoga pants? I mean. Probably. I, They're probably spoiled I'm themselves. returning mine. I, I decide to return mine, but now I can't leave my house, so I, I can't return <laughs> I, I like the Lululemon story, I mean, I'm always amazed when you go to the mall and the malls are dead, but the Lululemon story is always busy. I mean, you can't argue with success. They have had a successful story. I would love to own the stock on a pullback. This is one I will put on my shopping list right now. I will put this on my shopping list. I'm absolutely not buying it at 200. I think I get a shot in the you know, 160 area maybe yeah. again, you get a shot, but it's on my shopping list. Lululemon okay. just got added to my shopping list. I like it, not at 200, not at 194 not on this move and not in this environment. I think we get a chance down there lower again. May, I'm wrong. I could be wrong. You know, I, I, you know we don't know. You know, maybe we're going to be bottom on everything. I don't think so, though. Anybody, what about, anybody? Yeah, what about KB Homes here? KBH also had earnings after the close. They had yeah. to withdraw their guidance. I can't say I blame that decision. Their EPS beat, their sales beat, but this one is, is, is much more ground zero. Uh, for an impending recession. So I'm not sure what you do with KBH here. It's had a huge, it's up a hundred percent in four days. Let's think about that. It's up a hundred percent in four days. So yeah, you can say oh, it was at 40, it's at 19. I mean, you talk about chasing, the stock is up a hundred percent in four days. I'm not buying any stock that's up a hundred percent in four days. Could it go up 200%? I guess. This market stocks go anywhere, but I'm not chasing it. Um, I'll wait for a pullback. Uh, Bill not Phillips. going on my list though because I don't know where here's a here's a good question we don't really know what's going to happen in the housing market at the end of this you know in likelihood housing prices are probably going to go down so if housing prices start to go down because wealth is lost when this thing you know materializes it's not good for new home builders because new home builders compete with existing houses if you're building a new house and it's going to cost you 350 or 300 bucks a square foot or 250 bucks a square foot or whatever it is, but you can go buy an existing house for a half that price, people might go buy that existing house. This is, you know, the issue. Environment couldn't be better. Zero interest rates, all of that. 
But I do think you're going to see, uh, I think the housing bubble probably has burst with this, if there was a housing bubble. Um, you know, in some I don't, areas, I, I, don't, sure. I don't know. If, I don't know. Okay, maybe in some markets, but not in the. In some markets, it was market. never a housing bubble. In any markets where the prices had gone up substantially, like Toronto, Toronto prices have basically went up three to- threefold in the last 10 years. $200,000 house talking worth 400, 800,000 now, and, you know, maybe a million. You can hardly it, find Toronto, a house Toronto's bad. Toronto's so bad. So you think yeah. about environment's good for them still because low interest rates, but the problem is. I think you have, you know, some some people hurting here, especially if the unemployment rate goes up. You can see some houses go for sale, and that's going to impact the home builders. Uh, real quick, uh, someone asked about Capri Holdings. Uh, they're a clothes maker, aren't they? Capri Holdings. Someone help yeah, me. Yeah, that's re- yeah, yeah, that's retail. Yeah, retail. I mean, tough sector here. Uh, nice little move off the low, doubled off the low. So if you're looking for a pullback, uh, oh, more than doubled. 542, 1410, nine, you know, maybe if it comes back into the nine and a half, ten dollar area, uh, nine seventy six is your three day low. But once again, you know, retail, it's tough, right? A you lot know? of retail. I think this is a apparel maker though. Is is this like don't they make clothes that are going into the stores? Yes. It's a little different because yeah. you can buy that. That's mm. th- those have held up better than the actual stores themselves. So I don't know if they have actual stores, Capri. I don't follow the company close enough, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it makes clothes to sell in the stores. Little different story. I mean, it got down to five bucks, up 150% in five days. So absolutely, you're chasing if you're buying it now. Um, all these stocks, if you want them, put them on your shopping list. But again, I would wait for pullbacks. But you know, if you can't stand it and you got to own stocks here, you got to do what you have to do. But for me, for my own personal money, I'm waiting for pullbacks. All right, we are joined by a pair of guests now. Two Jason guests. Ra- Jason Rasnick and a special guest. Oh, nice. Uh, Jason, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Who is that to your right? I don't know. Come say hi. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? Nice. Introduce yourself. Josh. Josh what? Do you have any stock picks? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, we want to hear <laughs> right away. Come on. They want what's, picks. Josh, you got a stock pick. What's the fit your favorite product I can play with? What do you play with often? Uh, my Xbox. And and what game did you just buy? Um, I just bought Minecraft. He's playing the Xbox. That's Microsoft and Minecraft. I don't know who owns that. Um, I don't know who. And he plays Fortnite. I, th- I think Fortnite's private. It I'm is. Sure. But, but Microsoft yeah. is not private. Microsoft, so Microsoft is Josh's call. Yep, Microsoft's your right. call. I love Microsoft. Josh, it's a great stock. Great stock pick. On pullbacks, I absolutely love Microsoft. It's pulling back four bucks this morning. Maybe a nibble on some Microsoft even this morning. We were talking about stocks that need to have more pullbacks. Microsoft actually, you know, on the pullback here this morning isn't that bad. So you know what? I love your pick, Josh. You've given us a good one. Thank you. Thank you. And then close the door and and I'll see you later. Close the door. Close the door. Go blue. Um, Hey, guys. How are you? Good morning. Are you buying Microsoft? Jason, are you going to buy Microsoft in this poll? I actually like this chart. I actually like Microsoft around 150. I don't mind this one. I might, I'm might. i putting Microsoft on my shopping list right now because it's Josh's pick, and I actually might strike on some today. Yeah, and it was at 195 recently, or 190s. It's, it's interesting. So um, this is the kind of market traders love. Um, you got to be careful and be nimble. Um, I've kept my puts on. So as the cruise lines have gone up, I mean, I was shorting Royal Caribbean and buying more puts on Royal Caribbean at 44 yesterday or 43 and Carnival. Um, 
you guys were talking about SSY earlier. My favorite play in that industry is A um, Americ. Is it AMRK or AMR, ARMK? Yes. ARMK. I bought more puts on it yesterday. It's at 20 now. Um, I, I started this one at 29, covered it 15. It went down to 10. And then yesterday went short again. Put it back on. Yeah, so you're I mean, selling the rips. You're doing it the way you're supposed to do. Selling the rips and buying the dips. Jason Razik must listen to pre-market prep. It, it's, it, I'm not going to be perfect on it because uh, America went down 10. I'm not, you, you can't get the bottom and the tops. But, like, I use these pullbacks. Now, I bought a controversial stock yesterday, Peloton. I, I like that, too. Literally three out of the last seven people I've talked to, they've all bought Pelotons. Like, and that's an expensive buy, services, like – you know, their, their wives don't have the gym anymore. They, they don't want to hear their wives complain. So they all bought, the, not the stock, the actual product. So three out of seven people I've talked to bought it. I just think they're going to have explosive numbers. I wrote it this morning, Jason. We, got, we actually got one before uh, this all happened. And I'm really glad we did because it just, uh, you know, it's not like my other workouts, but uh, it's good. It's, uh, it's had a nice bounce here. It looks I don't know. It looks like it has a little bit of a lid on it. Uh, I haven't purchased I, it. I totally don't know. Agree with you. I totally agree with you, Joel. It has a lid on it right now, and I think it's going to go down to 23, 22 before it gets over 25 or 26. Yep. And I'm, I'm buying more. I'm doing three it, increments for, um, okay. um, yeah. you know, oh, Brent just wrote me ARMK. So yeah, that's, that's right. You know what will kickstart Peloton is if it gets some media attention at some point in time about being a COVID play. Like if Kramer was to say, you know, he comes on, you know, with these COVID plays on a mad money and say Peloton, I'm not saying he's going to do that, but it has the potential because this is kind of a coronavirus stock. I mean, people are not going to the gym. They're looking at these things and saying, well, I can't leave, you know, to go to the gym. Maybe I need to get one of these Pelotons. It's like the gym comes to me. So that's why the stock has held up very well. I mean, if you look in the last month, Peloton is hardly down. It actually looks to me like it wants to go. I would not be surprised if the stock saw 30 in the near future. So I actually like this one too. I mean, I should add you on the whole show. You give me Microsoft. I actually like people give me stocks. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. You give me two stocks, more. Microsoft, got, I, Peloton. I, got, I like them both. I know. I got some more. I got some more. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, going. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Dion, two yeah. things. Uh, Jason, Dion H is asking if Jason is part of the Benzinga team. Okay. Like yes. Jason is Benzinga. Okay. <laughs> he created Benzinga. And uh, yeah, so he's our, he's our leader in chief. And, um, and then they asked what puts you were looking at uh, in Aramark, what month and what strike. Okay. So they're on my screen. It is the April 17, 19th, uh, April, April's 19 uh, strike price puts. Okay, giving yourself some time. Excellent. Not a, um, not a ton of time, but... Um, a little bit of time. You, you, a yeah, month is right. a long time in this environment. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot cheaper. This company, these numbers, I don't know how it even stays afloat right now. I mean, I, I know the company intimately well, so I just don't know how, like, you know, how, how it's functioning right now. Um, but, you know, a lot of these things bounced. I mean, Royal Caribbean went from, third, you know, $24. I shorted that one from... You guys know I shorted that one for a while. It's been to four, back to $40. I don't know who's booking a cruise in the next year. I really don't. I'm, I'm sorry. Even if this thing's solved, I, I offered to buy Brent news desk. He's on the news desk at Benzinga, at Benzinga Pro. If you're not using Benzinga Pro, you should use it. I offered to buy him a cruise, him and his uh, girlfriend, fiance. And he's like, Jason, you couldn't pay me and my girlfriend 
a thousand dollars to go on a cruise, like in three months. Couldn't pay him. Wait, so, was, so he was my catalyst to short Royal Caribbean. So you're saying they've been thinking a booze cruise is canceled? Yeah, I guess so. Yes. Ah. Booze cruise is canceled. All right. Okay. What about the airlines, Jason? You doing anything uh, in the airlines? So Delta is my play. I have not traded Delta. I have not like I in the past three days. I am not back in. I mean, the it seems like obvious that they're not going to let the airlines fail, but I like trying to find like stuff that not everyone's talking about. I'm doing a little Good. bit of other things. Like you guys here, do you guys want a, a low price stock that I've been playing? And I think yeah. you guys may enjoy it, but yeah. it, it's not, it's not for the, it's not for one that you can just sit and settle down on. This one, the symbol is task T as in Tom, A is in apple, S is in Sam, T is in Tom task Carol's restaurant group. Um, it's, Basically owns a bunch of Burger Kings. It's a restaurant conglomerate. It's like a binary play. This is one that's either going to go to 10 eventually or 9 or 10 or not be in business. The reason I liked it because it has a lot of drive throughs and the stock was trading at 130, There were some insider purchases. Um, so I've been buying this at, in the 132 range, 140 range. This morning, it'll probably open a little down as my guess, but at 210, I think you guys should put it on your radar as a restaurant play that's low price. It'll be volatile, but it's one that you can load up on and watch it carefully. I mean, I know the company also intimately well. So this is another I, restaurant play that don't expect it to rise like today, tomorrow. But this is something as we get out of this and, you know, and the, and the restaurants and they get this cash infusion. It's one that has been fun to trade. Jason, I had no idea that you, you nibbled in such stocks. In such what, Spencer? You broke up. I, yeah, I had no idea that you nibbled in such low price stocks. So I didn't find this one. I have a friend that um, I have a friend that knows intimately well and told me about it. And I'm I'm one to know that I know very little. I know what I know. I know my Teslas. I know um, certain things. Um, I know my Smile Direct. I don't know if you guys have played SDC. This is one that I know intimately well. Two of the three co-founders of the company I am friends with, uh, know them very well. So SDC, if you guys take a look at it, the last two days it's been ripping and gripping, and that's a that's a low price stock, but uh, one that I mean, I know that company as well as anyone on the street. And so um, this one I don't nice know move. as well. This one I nice don't move. know as well, but my guy who gave it to me is the smartest guy I know in the restaurant industry, and he's and he said it's binary. Like if they keep their cash and they keep it, you know. Um, and they keep the Burger King drive-thrus open. This is a play that in six months to a year will be at eight to twelve dollars. Mark it down, Spencer. Put a calendar item on your Google calendar for eight dollars. That's where I'm th playing it. I bought a decent amount, but the binary option is if they don't have their cash thing right, it could go. You know. What about right. uh, Tesla? Getting down and dirty in Tesla. So, uh, France. I sold fifteen, ten to fifteen percent of my position. It went to 960 actually, and my wife, or not my wife, my friends, like, you got to sell it. I sold 10 to 15 percent of my position at 910, and I kept most of the rest. Actually, I sold some at 730, and then I bought some more back uh, recently, actually. Um, so I'm still very long Tesla. Um, I think it still has the best pipeline of any auto company in the world. Um, the battery day that was supposed to be April 20th, which I don't know if it'll still be that day, is going to be unbelievable for people that are afraid of being able to drive distances out of one charge. Wait till battery day. I'm not, I don't want to say more because I don't want to be wrong on what the new battery technology is going to be, but 
it's some groundbreaking stuff from what my sources are telling me. I'm not here to pump the stock. I own the stock and I'm not going to move the stock. There's a lot of investors. The other thing people keep yesterday, I had a guy reach out to me and said the Ford Mustang is going to destroy it. You got the thing I keep telling everyone, these other auto companies can't really compete with Tesla. They're set up for making money on service. All those auto dealerships make money on service. True. Electric cars have 40% or 30% less parts. They have less, way less maintenance, way less work. Way, it's, they're not set up for that. It's disrupting your whole company. It's one of the reasons why Yahoo never became Google because Yahoo wasn't willing to disrupt its whole internet directory. And Google said, you know, we're just gonna focus on how many people like links on search. These are things that's very hard for big companies to change their model. And you'll see where we're going to be two years from now. I'm not saying to you, Tesla is a screaming buy today, but yes, I'm very long Tesla. Jason, I've been wondering, and maybe you know this. Uh, so it, Tesla, I believe, is they're making some they're making some materials, right? They're making some uh, ventilators or something, right? Or, 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 they're, or they're trying so, to. So two things on that, Dion. Um, mentioning 500, 600 miles and actually doing and delivering it are to two totally different things. Ford said they're going to have an electric car um, four years ago. And it's been 9.5 years now. There is no electric car on the market, sir, that is even competing with the first Model S from nine years ago, from eight years ago. Um, on the ventilator stuff, Tesla was working with Vetronic. Elon Musk did uh, deliver a bunch of masks or ventilators to some guy's house and then delivered it to a hospital. Um, you know, so they, they've been playing in that area too. Well, so, so, but I've been wondering, like, I've been wondering, like, are these companies that are, are, the, uh, are, are they getting paid, like, on this stuff? Like, the, GM is making ventilators and, and retail is making uh, masks. And are, are these companies all getting paid? Like, I don't know. I'm asking. So, I don't think so. I don't think they're making money on these ventilators. I think they're doing it out of a, the goodwill of the world. And, I mean, they're, they're not producing right now. So, they quickly, they're, they're back to production levels then you know the quicker they can start you know the quicker this gets solved the quicker they can start producing i don't know if they're selling them i haven't seen that i haven't seen a buy order because you do see buy orders like yesterday you know or two days ago 15 million was given to javits center to uh, convert into a hospital um so i haven't seen that for tesla um i am surprised that tesla's not even more in in, in this i feel like whenever there's a huge worldly problem elon musk likes to be in the middle of it so I'm surprised he's not even more so in it. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see more happening from the Tesla front with this. I know he's not a doctor and that's probably, you know, something he can't solve. Uh, Jason, anything else on your short radar in yeah. the near term? So, yeah. So, the sh so I just did a couple, I just put it, uh, let's go to my shorts. I just put a couple more shorts in yesterday. Um, and guys, I just want to make sure we're clear. We're talking about some of the picks that are winning on. There's picks that I'm losing on too. Like these, the like you're not going to always get the timing right. Um, one, I mean, and I know Luke mentioned it yesterday on the show. Um, yeah, so like Royal Caribbean. So I just Royal Caribbean. I just told you I shorted. I shorted some yesterday at 43. I shorted a little more at 39. It's at 40 61. It hits 42 again. I have another sell short order on it. Um, one I went long on yesterday, and I know you asked about shorts was New York Times. This was another one from Luke on our team, Benzinga. You know, traffic for media sites is high, and New York Times has a paywall. They're definitely getting more subscribers. When they report earnings, everyone's earnings are going to be bad. I think New York Times will be strong. 
the 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 bear in the chat room just mentioned. Well, what about the advertising revenue taking a hit? It that was my hit. point. That was my point. Yep. That, yep. I just that's. I was guessing you were the bear in the chat room because there's a bear. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's what I told Luke is I'm, I'm worried about their advertising. So, yep. but but the subscription revenue is what yep. people are really looking at because when you look at these kind of companies, if you can convert it into a SaaS type company like a Salesforce or a HubSpot, one of my favorite stocks, HubSpot. But um, the MRR, MRR recurring revenue makes these media companies way more valuable. So think of the revenue from a subscriber as 6x the revenue of an advertiser. So if you have $100,000 a month coming from an advertiser versus subscribers, value that at $600,000 a month versus advertisers. That's the way to look at it, Spencer, and it makes a gigantic difference. So I'm building a position in New York Times. Um, what other ones to, to, on the short side um, that have gone up? I mean, Square has been really fun to trade, guys. I mean, if it hits 60, I think that's pretty – it'll be too quick on this one. And so I may short it. I'm longer right now. I may short it. My reason for shorting Square is because most of their – Shopify is one of Kramer's favorite. I'm not in Shopify. I missed that one. But Square, most of their customers are actual physical retailers. They're yep. not the virtual ones like Shopify. Yep. Shopify. So Square has been fun because it has a lot of built-in traction. To go long when it went down from $94, trust me, I know I was in it at 94, down to like um, 45, 40. And so I was buying it at 40. And if it hits 60, I may go, I may go short it again. Dennis, let me look at the imbalances here. Uh, mostly to the sell side. So I don't see this ripping and going the other way. They're not huge, though. They're just like, it feels like it's kind of where it should be, the market. When I'm looking at the opening imbalances, I see at uh -huh. 359000 to sell. Um, just going across board, UPS fifty one thousand to sell. They're they're all sells. They're mostly sells, and they're and they're there, but they're they're not like crazy big. That I think the market's going to continue to tank here. I feel like the market's kind of valuing. You know, right now when we're down, we're talking about being down eight points on spy. I feel like that's kind of where we are. We're in line with the imbalances, so I don't see a trade here like I did the last couple of days. See, Dennis. I mean, I'm scared. Not scared, but yeah, a little scared that the market's gonna really take a hit today because two days in a row right two or three days in a row so far it's been uh, it's it's, been, it, we're up 18 percent in three days from the lows 18 yeah. percent run in three days it's been an incredible run a so nice I, squeeze but yeah, i don't I, think it's much more than like you know first it was ripping on a few believers popping in but i still have the opinion that there's a lot of bad news coming here for this overall market which so, uh, you know i'm scared of i hope i'm wrong but you know, when you start looking at the math and you start looking at New York City and start thinking, you know, you listen to Scott Gottlieb, you know, on CNBC, and he's saying he's worried about a bunch of cities, you know, being the next New York in the U.S. I mean, I'm li I've been listening to the doctors the whole time on this, and that's why I've been underinvested. So I've been listening to the doctors, not the economists. Totally agree. And wait, in another stock, I'm going to go back to what you just said, Dennis, in one second. Another stock, for, uh, Spencer, that maybe uh, viewers in the chat room and Benzinga Pro chat room. Uh, should look at is Planet Fitness, PL. Um, yep, PLNT. Okay, for, this this for stock. Short, went, I hope. This stock went from twenty five dollars to ninety dollars, eighty five dollars. Went down back to twenty five. Now it's at forty eight. I got in at thirty eight, and I sold yesterday. But if it gets back to like forty two, I know you said a short uh, Spencer, and you may be right. Here's the thing, man. The members are only paying ten dollars a month, and. I just think you're going to see a one-month, two-month blip of 
revenues down there, but I don't think this is something that members are going to cancel. The, the planet is closed for the month of April. They can't charge customers is what I've been told, but I just don't think they're going to cancel. It's such a cheap option, Spencer, that businesses that, have, businesses that have recurring revenue, I fucking love. Like, those are the ones I love. Whoa. Like, <laughs> okay. That's like the second time F-bombs ever been dropped. The second time F-bombs ever been dropped. The second time F-bombs ever been dropped. So, he's the one that will pay the fine. <laughs> I'll pay the fine. I was going uh, to say freaking, but I am like, you know what? This is not, this, there's no time to uh, censor. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, the S, uh, the uh, CFTC. Oh, yeah. No, but also, I know I know from a secondhand experience, the Planet Fitness is notoriously hard to cancel. Uh, so people may, may just be deterred because of that. It's just Whoa. kind of a pain in the butt. To the chat room's going crazy right now. Whoa, they okay. love that comment. <laughs> maybe we should cuss more yeah. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should, Dennis. Wait, so, and Dennis, so that was Planet Fitness, but I want to go back to Dennis's thing about the medical stuff. I think listeners in this room should really take heed to what Dennis said. So my best friend growing up, is the head of this coronavirus at one of the biggest hospitals in Michigan. He's the one who put in the drive-through, the first one in Michigan, the biggest hospital or second biggest hospital in Michigan. And he, you know, rides his bike over at 5.30 at the end of the day. He's been there 17 days straight. And he agrees with Dennis that the pictures that you're going to start seeing from New York when people are going into external hospitals is could be a big, you know, um, that a big negative thing for the market. Obviously, life is way more important. And that's what we're here to talk about. Um, but if you're talking about your money and your stocks, when the market goes up for three days in a row, we all feel good and stronger. We just all feel mentally happier. For at, sure. least, at least I do. And so you get really to the point, like, I'll, I'll be honest, guys. I was on margin two days ago, $55,000 in margin. I was like, and I never go on margin. I never go on margin. But I was listening to the pre-market prep show, this guy, Luke, saying margin's cheap, go on margin. So I did it for like a, a two days. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm in just in the euphoria of the market going up. I could just as easily be Monday and the market's down a thousand points and I'm freaking out. I don't want to, I don't want to freak out. I want to have, you know, cash on the side, be short, be long. And so to Dennis's point about what is about, you know, what could be happening in the next two to four weeks, maybe two to six weeks, I think you got to be careful here. So I'm really just focused on good companies. Someone asked me if I sold Tesla at 900. In hindsight, I wish I sold the whole position at 950 because this, this is a one that's not going to have a short-term catalyst other than battery day. If that actually does happen April 20th, um, there's not going to be a catalyst. The, the assembly lines are down. They could be down for a while. So if I had to do it over, yeah, I would have sold it. So right now I'm trying to build small, medium positions in companies that I think are really good, that are triples, quadruples. And then I, I look at the, the thing I look at is risk versus reward. So I bought that company uh, TAST, and I know you guys are saying, you know, restaurants and all that. It's a risk versus reward play. If there's a chance of a 5X with that in the next year, yep. or there's a chance of a 60% drop, but I'm taking the probability if you do math like you did back in high school, that's what, I, that's what I'm playing here. Makes sense. Uh, Jason Rasnick is the uh, founder and CEO of Benzinga. Uh, Raz, thanks for the time. Thanks for joining can, us. And uh, can, I, can I give one, yeah. one last thing? Hey guys, yeah. if you get, if anyone has some good trader stories that you want us to write about on Benzinga, that we can, you know, we're doing this series about how people are trading the markets. It's um, you can see the tag trader stories on Benzinga.com. Shoot me an email, Jason at Benzinga.com. That's J A S O N. There's no Y. Um, and uh, we appreciate you guys. And the morning show, you can't live without it. And 
good luck trading, good luck investing. Be careful, be quick, and um, learn from Spencer, Joel, and Dennis. They're, they're the best in the business, no doubt about it. Thank you for having Thanks. me on. Yeah, yeah, Jason's going to be coming on um, every Friday now. We booked oh, him as A45 guests. He's in. Everyone's enjoying it. I've been trying to get him to come on for years, but uh, <laughs> I, I, how's my? I need to know two things, guys. How is yeah. my backdrop? Do I need to change yeah. stuff? No, I think, the, I, I, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's better the than, too. Than, it's better than all of and that's ours. That's the I Pistons think. on there. That's not the. Uh, that's not the um, Knicks. Someone thought it was the Knicks. Oh, and, and and one thing, Spencer. I went to the office yesterday and got the big bright lights. If I get up and you'll see it, I'll be a lot darker. But I have a big okay. spotlight, so I'm prepared, right. baby. Let's go. Let's get this market. Let's go, all right. guys. Come all right, Raz. All right, Raz. I'm gonna let you. Light. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let Love you go. Y'all. All right. All right. The the Raz Raz the hurricane is off, but that was great. Great way to <laughs> end good, the week. Uh, I want to remind everyone for a uh, a free trial and a subsequent discount to Benzinga Pro. There's always the link. Uh, to Benzinger Pro in the description of our YouTube videos. Click on that. It'll get you a free trial. And then should you choose to subscribe, it'll get you a discount just by clicking on the link in the description of this video. Uh, thanks to everyone in our chats today, both on YouTube and premarket.benzinga.com. You can always catch the replay of this show on YouTube or catch our podcast on whatever podcast platform you prefer iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, whatever. Uh, please remember all the information from our show meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. And I think that's it. So everyone have it gone and we're about to leave too. So uh, Joel and I will, will be back at 340 as we have been doing uh, every day for the past uh, couple of weeks. But until then, everyone have a great day and be safe out there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.